So well, let's let's get into this conversation about motherhood. Um, today, the people that we love will be celebrating us, um, and I think a lot of times uh, people are people are are determining why they should be <laughs> should be celebrating us, and sometimes it's just relegated to. Uh, you keep my clothes clean and, and you cook my dinner at night and things I like do. that. Um, <laughs> but the responsibility is so, so much more than that. Um, and I think I, that's where I want to start is why this role is so important and why this role is worth celebrating. I'll toss that out there for anybody, whatever direction you want to take that in. Well, I can tell you for me, parenting is a gift. It's a blessing from God. And one thing I don't want to do, I know I won't be perfect at it. I don't want to take it lightly. So mm-hmm. it's important to me because he entrusted me with something so precious, his mm-hmm. own children, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so to me, that's why this role is so important. Not to mention my love for them is mm-hmm. like no other. Um, never experienced a love like this until I had children. Yeah. Uh, the love you have for your husband is, is a different type of love, you know, mm-hmm. but the love you have for your kids is, you know, it just runs, you know, in a deep, deeper direction mm-hmm. um, that just makes it unique and special. So um, it is just important that I give them my all. Mm-hmm. Um, they depend on me. They love me, That's it. Um, you know, and I, I just cherish that. And I just honor this opportunity to be the mom, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you other ladies thinking about that? I would say in addition to being a gift, it's a great responsibility. It's something that I prayed for for a long time, and I wasn't sure if it really was going to happen. So I was thinking of alternatives. And when it happened, I thought, Lord, I'm going to do the best I can with what you've given me. Mm-hmm. And just to see them grow and to see myself <laughs> and my husband in them and just wonder, okay, am I doing this right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I, as with anything, but probably even more, I take my responsibilities seriously. And so I do want to steward them and, and guide them in the right way. But I just, I just love it. It's probably the, the thing I love the most in life is, is raising my children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sorry. Mm-hmm. I will second that. I feel like literally I am on this earth to be a mom to my boys. And they they give me life, they give me joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and days when I don't want to get out of bed, when I don't want to do anything, right? I will do anything for those kids. And I think that it is a really, really important space to fill for people. To, to always have their back, to literally always stand with them mm-hmm. and to sometimes stand in front of them, to protect them, to stand behind them, to bolster them. And I just feel like, um, just like Kina and Joy said, it is such a blessing and I do not take it lightly. Um, I think that God has a special place in heaven for all of the moms, right? Mm-hmm. And I do want to be clear that that is all, all of the moms who gave birth mm-hmm. and even those moms who did not give birth, right? Because right. there are a lot of people fill, filling the mom role who are given it and mm-hmm. they deserve just as much appreciation. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. 
Absolutely. So Sharika, yeah. you touched on something um, talking about feeling like you were put on this earth to do that, right? And not every mom is feeling like that. And and as a matter of fact, they'll be like, uh, no, I'm much, I'm much more than just a mom. And and maybe even would rather be referred to in their other roles before they are, you know what I'm saying, as as the role that they play as a mom. So and sometimes there's there's some pressure there um, to there's some pressure there to either kind of conform to the way that they feel about parenting or to be, you know, kind of resolute in what you what you're saying, which is, no, I embrace this role. This is what I'm put meant to do. And, you know, and I love it. I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm 39. Right. Mm-hmm. My whole life, I have not been a mom and and I had a life before I was a mom. Right. Mm-hmm. Um but there are seasons in life, mm-hmm. right? And especially in this season, this is my purpose. Um, mm-hmm. And I go about my employment. I go about everything I do mm-hmm. is around my children because mm-hmm. as many choices as I have had the opportunity to make, they did not have the opportunity to choose their mother. And <laughs> so it's me and I'm going to do the best that I can do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going, I'm definitely not going to say how old I did. Did I already say that? That's already. Okay. I think so. A little bit. <laughs> That's all right. Kind of sore. Kind That's of all right. Um, <laughs> I will have some time told when I'm in a different mom mode. Mm-hmm. Right. And they are out of the house. But for right now, this is my space and I'm going to embrace that. Right. 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 What do you think of Patty? So one of the things that she touched on that that I that she put so perfectly that I think about is not just biological moms. I was raised by village of moms, Um, my aunts, my grandmother, my great grand and my Mm -hmm. grand aunts and my uh, Spanish teacher who was the first Mm -hmm. black woman that really um, took an interest in my education and um, taught me about professionalism, Um, black women specifically. And I know it's not just about black women, it's all mothers, but black women are the mothers. We are the mothers of movements. We are the mothers of civilization. We are um, women who carry so much on our backs, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I I just think celebrating black mothers, especially in in when, and I hope that we get to talk about, um, you know, uh, mortality rates with uh, childbirth and things like that. There's just mm-hmm. so much that we have to overcome to uh, get to motherhood and then how significant our roles are as women in our communities, even um, if we don't give birth biologically. So yes, you know, it's mm-hmm. such a significant role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to the next question and maybe um, go in that direction, Patty, Caroline, I want to give you a, a chance to chime in in any way. I know that you have adult children. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know. And it was almost almost like the opposite of what they were saying because of me having children um, at 15, 18, and 21. So, um, I was I grew up with my kids, so the things they were saying about um, and just because of my 
uh, upbringing where they were talking about that they seen it as a blessing and this and that. And, you know, the, 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 the things with me, I didn't understand about a blessing them. I, you know, it was mm-hmm. all stamped on me that, you know, you started, you started uh, having children early. So, you know, there's no other stamp to put on you except for, you know, you're just a young black uh, teenage mother. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. even my upbringing, not, not knocking because my mom did the best she could. And I just lost her in January, but, you know, rest in peace. And, and I always love my mom, but her, her old ways being that she was past 30 when she had me, um, you know, it's a lot of things that I didn't, I didn't know how to do because I wasn't taught that way. So I kind of grew up with my kids and just thinking, um, you know, most of my choices for them was the right thing because I wasn't in, I mean, not, I'm not embarrassed to say I wasn't in the church and, you know, didn't know a whole lot about the Bible or the Lord and, and all this. And I can't say that all that was a blessing at the time when all of it happened to me, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm, I'm just a little opposite of what they're putting out there, you know, um, because that's just what my life was. Oh, yeah. So. No, I'm wrong. All shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying because I, my mom was a, a teen mom as well. And going back to what um, Patty said, the village yes. helped to raise me. And I'm, I'm so thankful that she did have a strong village Mm-hmm. My grandparents, we, you know, live with them. So I knew I was like one of my aunt's sisters, their little sister growing up. It was it was me, my mom and her sisters and brother, just like we were all, you know, one big family. Um, yeah, I still didn't have that because yeah. I was the, and my mom's, you know, with her growing up in the, you know, like the deep country or North Carolina or whatever, you know, everybody still had a communication problem from their childhood. So as as they are adults sisters and mothers and uh aunts and whatever you know the communication was what they learned how to have in the country which wasn't hitting on jack you know what i'm saying <laughs> that got mm-hmm. to me as a child and i passed yeah. down to um my kids because they didn't they they knew that i would die for them you know what i'm saying but as far as hugging and i love you and this and that that's just something i i never um had to really experience and pe- be able to have that instilled in me and pass it to my children. So they caught the bad blunt of that. Mm-hmm. Um, me not yeah. doing that. And with all, you know, I have three, so they, you know, it's like, well, you know, she loves us, but she don't know how to show love. Right, you know, right, right. I, I didn't know. So, you know, it's like I said, I, I, I missed out on a lot of these things that you guys are naming as far as, um, uh, you know, it being a blessing. And <clears throat> even if somebody comes into the conversation and brings up the all the time that they spent with their kids and this and that, yeah, I had the kids there, but, you know, it still wasn't taught to me where I was able to um, give that too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, let me tell you, let me tell you where I can relate in that I had my first kid when I was 18 years old. So really just a baby, you know, yeah, walking I had around to, pregnant, you know, <laughs> I, I cross the graduation, the high school graduation stage with my belly out, you know? Um, and so no, there was never, yeah, there was never um, 
any sense of, you know, celebration or admiration for anything that I was doing at the time. But the benefit um, was that I was the oldest of five kids and, and I was around, I was able to observe how my mom cared for them um, Mm -hmm. in terms of feeding, you know, uh, bathing, changing diapers, things like that. And so I knew, you know, I had enough in me that, you know, I could give this kid, I could take care of this kid at least, you know, getting up right. in the middle of the night wasn't an issue for me to, to feed the baby. On the other hand, with other things that I was lacking growing up, which may have been um, healthy communication, um, that, that, which that's may exactly have right, right. healthy mm-hmm. communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, and, and so I struggled there and was young. Yeah. So I was figuring that out, um, mm-hmm. with a baby, you know, um, yeah. no, it, it was, it was not easy all the time. Um, Joyce, did you want to add anything before we move on? Well, or Sharika, I think had something to say as well, but go ahead. It was just so interesting what Carolyn was saying, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's so many mothers mm-hmm. out there that, do feel, you know, I kind of, you know, I became a mother way too young. Or I was raised up in a generation where, you know, things were different because I can relate to you where you say your mother was in her thirties. My mom, you know, had difficulty getting pregnant um, and also compiled a lot of the health conditions. She didn't, you know, have me until she was 30, but I come in where she's already at a certain age. She was also, um, she's kind of like a, you know, I won't, I don't want to say motherless child, but as far as her actual mother who gave birth to her, she never met her. So she was raised by, you know, her um, aunt who, you know, was a lot way older. So, you know, so she taught her older ways um, and, and, you know, and, and, and they did, they passed along to me. So I was her challenge because I'm coming in trying to say, okay, well, I need to be this teenager. I need to live in the now. You're still trying to teach me the right granny taught you, you know, that type of thing. But yeah. then you have to step back and say, you know what? One thing about parenting, I'm realizing we won't be the best because w- what's the best exactly? You know, what exactly right. is the best? All we know is we have love. Um, you're, you're right. It's hard to show love if you weren't really shown love or taught how to love, but you mm-hmm. still were able to find love for your kids, to raise your kids and give them and do the best that you could do. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. in that alone, that is something we're celebrating. And I just want to say, I commend you. I, you know, I know you didn't feel, you know, that, okay, I felt that motherhood was great for me. I didn't feel that, you know, but the fact is, look what you have accomplished, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that is just empowering in itself. Um, yeah. And I, I can tell you, and I'm, I'm glad to hear us that we're talking about um, our childhood and our foundation, um, because that's one of the things I jotted down that I was hoping we can kind of, you know, dialogue about because mm-hmm. yeah, my parenting style, I would say came from my mom, but some of it came from rebelling against what my, how my mom taught me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, that's yeah. how I got pregnant. Still, <laughs> yeah. you on that too. So, but you know, but it's like you know, but still, we mm-hmm. grow into our own style, right or wrong. You know, we had to learn, right. and some things got hard. But you know, the old saying mm-hmm. is, you know, you choose wrong, you're going to suffer some consequences, and that's fine too, because it's how we learn, how we grow. But um, yeah. you know, but I, I found myself changing my parenting style 
you know, against my mom saying, I never, I never raised you like that. I can't. And that's still a challenge, Joyce. It is. That, that yeah. is still a challenge. It, it, it get in there. It get, it get in there. <laughs> it does get yeah. in there. And my kids will say, well, you're acting like your mom. And I'm like, okay, let me yeah. reset. Oh, in this mm-hmm. case, I can act just like her. You know, I know. what I mean? I know. You, you get some passes. You get some passes. <laughs> Yeah, because okay, so I, I didn't even I didn't even it didn't even it didn't it, 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 it didn't dawn on me till I was like a grown 52 now. But as far as the um, where you said about, um, you know, doing some things, raising them like your mom and this and that, I always said, well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? But it just like since I was so young and that's all I knew, that's that's the route that I took and did with my kids and. I regret some of it. You know what I'm saying? I've even asked my kids to forgive me because I told them I was growing up with them and learning as I grew up with them. And some of the things that was just instilled in me, I couldn't change. You know what I'm saying? Because I thought, hey, this is what we need. Carolyn, but believe it or not, more people fall in that category than not. We parent as best, we, we parent how we learn to. We parent as best as yeah. we know how. So, I mean, you can't, you can't fault yourself for only doing what you were shown and taught. You can't, you know? Right. Speaking it's, of that, rebelling, speaking of rebelling, I think I rebelled against the, the consequences I saw my mom go through from having me early. I, I rebelled at an early age and figured out, I don't think I want to, make that choice because I see, you know, how it's affecting, you know, cause she worked all my life. That's all I saw was my mom was a hard worker. Yeah. And so that's where I got a lot of my work ethic from, but also seeing that she couldn't go out and do all the things with her friends and she couldn't, you know, live the life. Maybe she wanted to live because I was there and she was taking me, you know, her responsibility with me seriously. So I rebelled against having that burden at that young age. And I think that's kind of why I today kind of protect my kids and my, my sister will tease me that I kind of protect my kids a little too much, but I'll, I'll take it any day because I didn't want that for myself. And I, I seriously set some boundaries. Um, but I think ultimately it worked you, out for me, but everybody doesn't, doesn't make that decision early on. Right. That's right. Cause you had to want, you had to want that. You know, right. I, even, even with me, it, with everything I, I went through and everything, um, I, I never had the want to. You understand what I'm saying? And, and um, I, I can't find the right words to really just um, break it down because um, my my mom, she was an alcoholic. My dad was an alcoholic. He was never really in my life to after he uh, gave up drinking, you know, but my mom worked every day and, um, I was the one that was, you know, the, the kid that had the key around the neck, you know, you know, when you get out of school, when that bus stop, you go home. Cause I ain't off work yet. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, that was my responsibility to make sure my butt was back home, even though I'm there by myself until my mom come because my brother had moved out. He was gone. Cause just, I'm 52. My brother is 60. My sister is 67. So I've never really grew up with my, had my sister in the home because when she was 19, she left uh, um, in, to DC and never came back. And then my brother had his first kid at, at 15 or 16. He finished school, went on to the service. So um, 
I'm that I'm that one. You know, I kind of held a grudge for a little bit that I felt like they they left me because of the things that I had to, you know, to really put up with my mom being an alcoholic and making the wrong choices of men and, you know, different stuff like that. You know, I just felt like they left me there to deal with that. So even when I had kids, you know, and, um, you know, not mentally just not knowing the even a close way to raise, right. you know, kids and whatever, you know, it's just yeah, it was still something that bothers me still now. Um, I see it with my kids on certain things, even though they're grown, mm-hmm. that I wish I knew what I knew now that would probably help them in this time that they're in now, right. you now, know, Carol, and I, before and, we and, keep going, let me jump in here and take a quick break. I'm, I'm sorry. Family you know how I do. In my humble <laughs> opinion, it's mother's yeah, day. I'm Happy sorry. mother's day to all the mothers out there having a great conversation about motherhood uh, with a great group of women, Patty Medina, Kena Thomas, Joyce Stevenson, Carolyn McClain, Sharika Jones Lewis, and Miss Mary Butler Coleman. Thanks for joining us.